ladies and gentlemen of all ages, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Angry Meat Production. We appreciate you coming in and letting us be a part of your lives week in and week out. We hope to do our best to present you with something that your eardrums delight in. Whether you're looking at us on YouTube or Rumble, or listening to us on Spotify, Google, or Anchor, or any of the other podcast services that we are currently on or trying to get on, we thank you. And if you don't mind, at the end of every episode, stop by, leave us a comment, leave us a like. If it asks for five stars, we'll take five stars, even if you don't like us. Five stars are what it's all about. With that being said, we hope you enjoy our attempt to make our advocation our vocation. Ladies and gentlemen, let the games begin. Welcome, Angry Faithful. Today, we're going to talk about Pedro Lopez. He's a Colombian serial killer and child rapist who murdered a minimum of 110 girls from 1967 to 1980 and claimed that he had murdered 300 more victims across Colombia, Peru, and uh, Ecuador. Released from Colombia's minimum facility in 1998, his whereabouts currently unknown. Aside Lopez? from... Oh, uh, says Lopez? Yeah. Because I'm seeing Pedro Rodriguez. Hijo. I fucking gave you the wrong one. You haven't picked that up. Johnny, we had a Maybe full it would help if you this. sent me the right one there, Cheese Mom. He did. No. <laughs> he sent me the right one. I did it in a group. Because I already covered the other guy. Me and Chris were just saying how unprofessional this is actually is. And yes, I'm going to keep this in the recording because I am very unprofessional. No, 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 no. The words that I used were what? Amateur hour. Fucking yeah. embarrassing is the words that okay. came out of my mouth. All right. Embarrassing. Wait, I got to do this properly. Hold on. Oh my God, he's going into it. His... He's doing it. He's doing it. Yes. I'm embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so sad. That's why I love you, brother. God. Uh, All right, we're just gonna uh, just skip my back. Desk yeah, we went. No, this right here is a brand new record. This is the earliest in the episode that we've gone off the tracks. This is true. And this wasn't my fault this time. No, it was, it was not. Yeah. I mean, it, but to, it, be, to be fair. It's my fault. Well, it's my fault. I know it's my fault. Hold on, hold on. Now yes, he has to explain to his wife how he fucked the her. reason why you heard me yell, it's fucking embarrassing, is because David <laughs> is running this show like a very rank amateur. He's running He's like straight a into the ground. junior high child who saw his first pair of titties in the He's national bumbling, rumbling, stumbling, fumbling. It's like Chris Berman had a stroke in him. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> There is literally none of that I can argue against. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I I was like, listen, to this. me? No, 
no, no. <laughs> now he got everything 100% correct. He's out of line, but he's not wrong. <laughs> this this right here is going to sit. This is how we go straight to the top is, is rank yeah, amateurness. Sorry. It's a train wreck effect, man. You just can't look away from it. Yeah, exactly. They're going to tune in each week just to see how bad things can go for Chris Berman's yeah. publicist is going to let him know, and then he's going to tell his publicist, you tweet those guys, and you tell them. <laughs> Thanks for the shout-out. <laughs> Cha-ching! <laughs> it's almost as bad. It's, it's almost as bad. It's almost as bad. Because I, like, I was telling him before you got on is when i whenever i have tansy tansy has you know he has an audience he has a big audience and he's been running the podcast for a while it takes us almost about 30 to 45 minutes to get everything i have everything on my end squared away he's he's working on his end i'm like it no it okay i'll just wait do it again okay <laughs> and, and at that point I'm looking at everything and I'm like, you know, I think this is, I, I'm not doing a good job. And then I have somebody that does a good job. And I'm like wondering how, how, how are we lower than him? But he's a great guy. Love him to death. Love you, Tansy. Failure Stop Podcast. Check him out. But, anyways, going back, we're going for the early life. Uh, First Lopez. of all, is Johnny on the same page as we are now? Oh, I yeah, want to make yeah. sure. Moving Pedro forward. Alonso Lopez, born on the 8th of October in the year of our Lord, 1948. He's a Colombian serial killer and jail rapist who murdered a minimum of 110 young girls from 1969 to 1980 and claimed to have murdered over 300 victims across Colombia, Peru, and Ecuador. Yes. Can confirm. I already read that, that but was, that was a is... very nice recap. Thank you. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank I you. I wanted to make Burke. sure that David knew unequivocally beyond the shadow of a military doubt in his mind that I was on the same page. I was okay. And plus I wanted to deliver the opening of that uh that uh riveting opening that you had with a little bit more sort I'm looking for panache. Probably two new X. Is that what they're going with? Latina eggs? It's what the Democrats are saying now. So it must be true. Johnny puts the X in Latina eggs. <laughs> Lopez was born to uh, Benita Lopez da Cinta. Uh, according to Lopez, witness accounts of prostitution by his mother while growing up had just uh, just disturbing effect on his uh, psychological health. So, uh, subsequently, his mother caught him fondling his younger sister in 1957 when he was eight years old and evicted him from the family home. Pedro, who was reported the 17th child of 13 siblings. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It hang on. Like hang on. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Stop, stop, stop there for a second. Redo okay. that math. Think about that math there for a second. Pedro was, was reportedly was the, the 17th, 17th child, child of 13. Out of 13? He was the 17th out of 13. Oh, seventh. Okay, seventh child amongst 13 siblings. Thank you, Chris, for keeping me on track. I tried. Yeah. I uh, fail often, but I tried. 
This yeah. week's installment of David's Dyslexia is brought by brought to you courtesy of his parents. You're welcome. Shop smart. Shop S-Smart. S-Smart. <laughs> sometimes may be good, sometimes may be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we're going to wear that button out. It's going to be like a knob. I'm going to have to make a new fucking button for it. Uh... <laughs> And evicted him from the home. Uh, he was uh, was a uh, polite as a boy and wanted to be a teacher, according to his mother. Following this, the eight-year-old Pedro Lopez had filed to Bogota, Colombia, capital city. Soon afterwards, he said he had been abducted by a man and raped. At age 12, Pedro was taken in by a U.S. immigrant uh, family and enrolled to a school for orphans. He ran away after two years, according to one of the accounts, because he had uh, been molested by a male teacher. Other sources claim that he ran away with a teacher. Now, going on the murders, Lopez claimed that during his incarceration for car theft, he was believed a gang rape. Jesus. And that sub subsequently... While he was uh, still in prison, he hunted down most of the uh, most of the br brutal of his rapists and killed them. He said that after being released from prison, he moved to Peru and started murdering young girls. Lopez claimed that <clears throat> by 1978, he killed over 100 girls before being caught and captured by the members of the indigenous tribe. These captors were preparing to execute him when a missionary from the United States intervened and uh, persuaded them to hand him over to the state police. However, the police quickly released him. Gotta love Colombia. Lopez said that he uh, that he was subsequently returned to Colombia and later moved to Ecuador. During this period, he claimed he had killed about three girls a week. Lopez said... I like the girls in Ecuador. They are more gentle and trusting, more innocent. Ugh, what a fucking shit pump. All right, Johnny. Well, well actually, this is going to be pretty. I can read this whole fucking thing really quick. Lopez was arrested. The arrest. Yeah, you can do the uh, arrest and release. Lopez was arrested when an attempted abduction failed and he was trapped. By market traders, the Associated Press reported that he was arrested on March in March of 1980 and confessed to killing 200 young girls and possibly up to 350 in total. Now, at his release, according to CNN, Lopez was arrested in 1980 but was freed by the government in Ecuador at the end of 1998. In an interview from his prison cell, Lopez described himself as the man of the century, and said he was being released for quote good behavior. An A&E biography documentary reported that he was released from an Ecuadorian prison on 31 August 1994, then rearrested as an illegal immigrant and handed over the, to the Colombian authorities, who charged him with a 20-year-old murder. He was declared insane and held in the psychiatric wing of a Bogota hospital. Now, in 1998, he was declared sane and released on $50 bail. Certain, $50 uh, certain, bail? Uh, right. Certain subject conditions. He later absconded. The same documentary says that Interpol released an advisory for his rearrest by Colombian authorities over a fresh murder in 2002, and he was currently wanted by the police. His whereabouts are currently unknown as of 2002. 
Now, the uh, 2006 edition of the Guinness World uh, Book of World Records credited Lopez as being the most prolific serial killer. The listing was removed after complaints that it made a, co a competition out of murder. Which it did. Yeah, yeah, it did. It does kind of seem to be in poor taste. Yeah. yeah. This is but it's, on, the, on this case right here, one, I hate to say this, but the exchange rate in in the South America uh, area for being like let out for bail, fifty bucks mm -hmm. murder. Jeez, I mean, there's there's that one chick in town that asked to have her bail lower from a hundred thousand to fifty thousand. <laughs> yeah, good old Judge McKnight <laughs> told her to <laughs> go ahead and just sit your ass down. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I always thought it, I thought it was kind of funny because when you when when I when I when I saw that that article and I sent it to you, I'm reading that and I'm like, that's the same judge that presided over my divorce. Yeah. So just for context here, guys, mm -hmm. 50, 50 U.S. dollars is two hundred and forty six thousand. 531 and a half Colombian pesos. Jesus. As of January 5th. So what you're saying is is if you it, it just reminds me of that Euro trip, that part in Euro trip when they handed somebody a nickel and he just slaps his boss he's like, I retire now and just walks <laughs> off. That's what it reminds me. It, it does. It does feel like that. <laughs> but uh, the, another part of this. But regardless, I, I what I really want to what touch on, and and I, I feel like this was kind of glossed over in the actual listing, was he was declared insane, uh -huh. criminally insane. And was released after four years? No, he was declared sane. Yeah. After four years? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was declared sane after four years. After killing a hundred freaking girls. Well, okay. Here, and I'm, and I'm about to get into this. I did a little bit more research on uh, the stuff. It, it, stuff in South America is totally different than in the United States. To the point to where uh, because they do uh, like crime lawyers can tell whatever uh, if they murder a whole bunch of people, they're only charged for one murder. They can only be charged for one murder. And they had evidence of the hundred, but they can only charge them for one murder. That's the reason why he got what he got. So they just, they just collect all the, the data for the murder victims and everything. It's like, okay, now that indigenous tribe had the right fucking idea and just executed like, them. It's like, and then, and like, then big US with its heart was like, we should give it to the judges and do justice. Like, like, screw the fuck you, that missionary man, that screw you. I don't know who you were. I don't care what denomination. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Screw you. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Anybody. Deserved to be put down like a freaking rabid dog. It was, just... yeah. 
it, it it is just freaking sad that they 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 had a chance to like snuff this out right uh, right from the get go and look what happened. I mean, he had already done enough damage up to that point, and then it was just like <laughs> he's learned his lesson. He's fine. Yeah, it it's ridiculous, but uh, fucking embarrassing is what it is. Yeah. I guess we can go over another one. I didn't think this was going to be so short. <laughs> Boy, he had a nickel for it. Never mind. I had a nickel for every time I thought about Barb. <laughs> Barmy. Barb. Ah, Barb. David, David, David. I don't get just, it. Is he not? Just when I think that there's a sliver of hope, a light at the end of the tunnel upon which Chris and I can gaze upon you with a sense of pride, knowing that you have obtained a degree of, of a modicum of basic knowledge. Here you go, and you just you ratchet that bar just a little bit higher. And demonstrate your absolute ineptitude for all things pop culture. Well, the reason why I don't, I didn't bring up this. I'll send this, this in the group chat. I'll send this in the group chat. Yeah, I'm not picking paying attention, you fuckers. You never do. Why would you start now? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Y'all we talk. We talk shit. And I mean, at least I had it. a legitimate excuse for not being in fucking uniform tonight. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't issued the beanie. I don't. I don't feel like that's the correct excuse because we've had the merch club available for how long now, and I, that's a I failure on your part, quite frankly. Six months. Given the fact it's that historically that I have had hell, high water, and just an S1 clerk's nightmare of problems <laughs> with the uh, the coffee club. I mean, he does I have a valid I had point. to remedy myself today by creating a completely new profile. I just want to point out here that I'm not connected to that in any way. I just want to throw that I out mean, there. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. I'm not saying that anybody's particularly at fault. No, you just gazed at me really hard when you said that. I wasn't gazing at you specifically. <laughs> what it is? What this, this is I was, what I, think I was it gazing is. through you. Through? No, through. I think was, he was gazing right at the emblem that's on your beanie, and you felt the hate through I your could, head. I I could feel a burning sensation. Yes. I mean, I felt it too. The heat coming off it was. They fun. make shots wow. for that, Chris, but I digress. <laughs> but anyways, uh, <laughs> have, have you have, have you uh, been keeping up with the uh, Idaho murders? I've not. Uh, that, well, the only reason why I, I've been keeping up with it because it comes on a failure stop podcast, the uh, Trajasis, uh Andrea up all night just keeps on uh, banging this away and talking about it. But now they're saying that the Idaho murder suspects, Brian uh, Kohlberger, uh, studied under experts on serial killers 
BK BTK killer uh, daughter six uh, sick at news. What? I think they're just reaching. <clears throat> ah, fuck it. Let's go this way. Yeah, totally unprofessional. We have no idea what we're fucking doing here, folks. No big deal. I never said we're oh, like the greatest. I did that about this one. Yeah. Here's the thing. I love how people that, and the only reason why I can say this, and I'll try to keep it to where it doesn't go back to the people that to hear about it, but uh, the people that actually try to help out with podcasts and everything, and they think, oh yeah, we're, we're doing this. This is our stuff is so great, and then they they like blackball you on their stuff when you try to help them out and go on their show fucking I think it's fucking hilarious besides I don't have an extra three to, oh okay but yeah uh, the Ohio murders I guess I have a suspect uh, what the Man, they're just going on all this clickbait stuff, and I hate it. I, I see this one article, Idaho, uh, Idaho killing suspects got new license plate days after murders. Uh, we'll go to the timeline of events. Uh, more than six weeks after four university Idaho students were mysteriously stabbed to death in a house near Moscow, Idaho campus, a suspect was identified and taken into custody. Uh, four, the four slain students were uh, Ethan Chaplin, 20, Madison Morgan, 21, uh, Zana Cordell, 20, and Kaylee Gonclave, 21. Uh, on the night of sa uh, Saturday, November 12th, uh, Gonclave and Morgan, lifelong best friends, went out to a corner club bar in downtown Moscow from 10 p.m. to 1.30 a.m., according to Moscow police. About 1.40 uh, a.m. AM. The duo seen on video at Grub Truck, a local food uh, food vendor, and used the pri uh, private party for ride uh, for a ride home. Getting back at uh, 1:45 a.m., police said a man seen in surveillance video at the Grub Truck and the person who uh, drove them home are not considered suspects, according to authorities. Meanwhile, Chaplin Crindle, uh, who were dating. Went to Sigma Psi House Saturday night, police say. They also got home at about 1.45 a.m. Police said Chaplin did not live at the house but was sleeping over with his girlfriend, two other roommates who uh, survived the attack and are now considered suspects. Also went to Moscow uh, Saturday night and returned home at 1 a.m., police say. It's believed that four students were killed in the house. 
uh, between 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. November 13th, Moscow uh, Mayor Art Bergen told ABC News the dog was also at home, according to law enforcement. Moscow Police Chief James Fry called it an isolated targeted attack. The two survivors, uh, surviving roommates were in the basement sleeping through the murders. God, could you imagine sleeping through fucking murders? Like, I mean, it is, up, it just, it it just is a stabbing and everything. And from what the great Christopher uh, Lee says, I mean, you don't yell when you get stabbed. He was like, when you stab him in the back. When you stab him in the back. I mean, even if you stab him in the front, it's still going to be. <sighs> Depends on where, but they also like slashing the throat. Is a lot louder than what people think. Really? You have hair. Oh yeah, especially if you go deep enough to sever the windpipe, because all your wind blows out. It's Did much louder. I know. It's I know this is like stupid. And I've read this. Like, I want to. I want to preface this. I've never done that. You never murked. Murked. Whatever. I have never murdered somebody that you are aware of. Um, I, I read it. There was Great a book disclaimer. That, now this is this is totally dark. Could you imagine sliding someone's throat and the reality of it, and nobody like did it in Hollywood and everything? It sounds like someone's farting. Christopher Plummer, um, he was because uh, he played Sauron in the Lord of the Rings. He also fought in World War. Uh, I think it was Christopher Lee. Christopher, Christopher Lee, Lee. yeah, Sauron. Yeah, not Sauron. Christopher Lee. Um, I'm thinking Christopher Plummer for some reason. Anyway, Christopher Lee. I was like, what? Peter Jackson told him to just imagine or or visualize or, you know, picture the sound of somebody's throat being slashed. And he goes, I don't have to. I already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knew J.R.R. Token. Um, like personally knew him. Yeah. He was the only one of the of the uh, of the cats that had actually met. Yeah, yeah. And then um, he's in a metal band. Yes, dude. Yes. Didn't they do something like it, it was some crazy number, like seven or nine albums that they that that band actually put out? It it was an insane number for uh, yeah, Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it's it, pretty badass, dude. Have you heard it? Have you heard it stuff? to you? fucking badass I love it. it is badass i was the one that sent it to you do you send me so much shit i don't know where it comes from it just like pops into my head and being i don't know where it all comes from i don't keep a fucking uh, bibliography all right so you know that liquid death uh sparkling mineral water <laughs> yeah did you know that they put out two death metal albums no way are you serious yeah, they're on they're on spotify what they did, um, because back when they were first getting started on Facebook, they 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 had that ad campaign like you know, sign your soul away, yeah, or trade your soul for a free case of water, right? Yeah, and like I they were getting so much hate, so much hate that they just said, you know what, screw this. They took all of the hate comments and they made metal songs out of them. <laughs> yes. Look up Liquid Death, Liquid Death on Spotify, dude. It is dude, fucking look. great. I'm gonna look that up right now. Back to the show. Speaking of, you know, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, game that came out last year. Yeah. Yeah. The soundtrack that they did for that is freaking epic. It is so good. And it was done by just 
a guy in Poland that he's a musician, but he's not like super well known. But it's on Spotify too. Look up Star Lord, okay. Star Lord the Band or something like that on on Spotify, and just listen to that soundtrack. It it's just a throwaway soundtrack made for a game. It's fucking fantastic. It's so good. I have to check that out. Yes. Uh, there were two roommates called friends over their house because they thought one of the victims on this second floor had passed out and wasn't waking up, police said. At 11.58 a.m., a 911 caller from one of the roommates' uh, roommates' phone requested help for an unconscious person. Police said the 911 caller identified has not been released, but police said multiple pe- uh, multiple people talked with the 911 dispatchers responding officers found uh the four victims on the second and third floor police say authorities said that did not believe anyone at the house at the time of the 911 call was involved in the murders police also said they don't believe the man gonclave and megan morgan uh, tried to contact numerous times on November 13th is involved. The autopsy conducted on November 17th determined all victims were still uh, stabbed multiple times. You know, I've always, I'll always like, I understand they have to go through like the motions and everything, but it took like four days. I mean, they have to, you know, judge everything and put in, like, you know, the newsworthy stuff and everything. It's like, I think this person was stabbed, like, multiple times. No shit. <laughs> but. <laughs> Today is obvious. Really? Captain Obvious. You're, you're such intelligent and wise. Tell us something more. Well, I think they. It was blood loss, too. <laughs> Hold the fucking phone. No way. no way. No way. No one No one tried to, like, patch up the holes after they stabbed them or anything? And Okay, was it the stabbing they ran out of blood loss that, uh, that killed them? They ran out of... Still trying uh, to figure that one out. They ran out of Band-Aids, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny used them all. Four students uh, were probably asleep when he attacked... And some of the uh, some had defenses wounds. No shit. Uh, there's no sign of sexual assault. Police added. Uh, the family of the 20 year old victim, Ethan Chaplin, held a memorial social service at November 21st. Chaplin, a triplet, was born right before his sister and brother. Could you imagine? That's one thing. Just imagine. That you're an identical twin and you're looking at yourself dead on that table. That would that would that would, that would, that would freak me the fuck out. Oh god, yeah. That would fuck with my head really bad. Yeah. Um 20-year-old lived his best life, last consciously. He was very loved. I like how I skipped through that bullshit. Um <laughs> Yada yada. <laughs> yada 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 the best part. <laughs> I have a well. Dan Cummings has this joke. He hasn't like printed out. It was on one. Uh, it was on that un- unsubscribed podcast that I sent you. Mm. Uh, can you can you imagine like you know the uh, a bus full of people 
go out and they die and all the people were loved and nobody goes up to memorial service or anything. It's like, this motherfucker was an asshole. I don't know why he has so many people here. So that's what I say. I would want, like, make my eulogy. Like, you know, he was, he's all right. He was cool. You know, he had, he's kind of. A At my funeral, I want somebody, preferably a friend that has, like, a British accent or something, to wear the same Scottish. outfit. Scottish. Okay, that, that'll work, too. But they need to wear the same outfit that I had on the day I died. <laughs> During the funeral service, they need to rush in and pull a sonic screwdriver out of their pocket and be like, okay, this is where it's going to get weird. <laughs> <laughs> I want the full pull David a tool, Tennant, total Doctor Who. Wibbly wobbly, wibbly wobbly, timey whiny. If those words aren't uttered, then you may as well not even do it. I want somebody to take an axe and chop off my head during the memorial service and say, finally, there can be only one. I want – no, 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 no. See, you then put the head on a stick, and then you pass the stick around. Whoever holds the stick, uh, you know, you, you say a few words. It's I want – and you have to say it to the head. You have to actually hold it, it look – Gaze lovingly into into my eyes. Deliver your eulogy, couple of lines, whatever sense, and you pass it off to the next person. Like it's like passing the collection plate. But I love Rodney you know. Carrington's bit on it. He goes, you know, people always say he's in a better place. What if he's an asshole? <laughs> Just buried that fucker in a sweater. It's gonna be hot where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I want to be cremated when I die. Except cut my balls and my dick off first and put that shit in the chili. Because those are words you never want to hear at the wake. There's a dick in the chili. <laughs> He's like, people always say, oh, they look so good. Like, you don't know. But like, that fucker stinks. I want to get to the golf and start gagging. Oh, and it <laughs> uh, and if if you're just catching this at this point in time and you don't know where you're at, neither do we. <laughs> you're in the right Trust part. me, we are just as lost as you are. Trust me. As, as police in Idaho search for answers, the suspect later identified as Brian Hook, uh, Kobroger, was stopped by Indian. Indiana police on December 15th for traffic violations. See, it's fucking traffic violations that get you every it's time. Always it's always the dumbest well, shit. Well, Timothy McVeigh got busted after Oklahoma City because he ran in a toll booth. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason Still he got that's a traffic caught. violation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Koberger was a PhD student at which, uh, Washington State University. I almost fucked that up. <laughs> start looking at you a little differently right there yeah located at 10 uh 10 miles away from the Uni- university of idaho after uh Kurzberger, uh semester at washington state ended in december he and his uh, father drove across country together at to the family's pennsylvania home his attorney monroe county chief of Pol- uh, public defender chief, oh, damn that's a long one monroe county chief public defender 
uh, Jason Labar told ABC News they drove the pre-planned road trip in the white Hyundai in, in Electra? Elantra? Elantra. Elantra. I hate fucking weird names for cars. <clears throat> the Hyundai. <laughs> uh, let's call it something fucked up so they can remember it. Really? Hey, refresh that Walmart page because I don't know if it's going to let you read your own review. <clears throat> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They drove the plan, uh, pre-planned road trip in the white um, – I got that. That the authorities said they were looking for in connection to the murders, according to Labar. Uh, Carburger and his father were stopped twice on December 15th while dr uh, driving east in Indianapolis. Both times with young Koberger uh, in the driver's seat. I don't know why that's so fucking hard to say. Uh, they first stopped. Uh, they were first stopped by Hancock County Sheriff's Office for speeding, and then nine minutes later by the Indiana State Police for following another uh, vehicle too close, according to officers. After Coatsburger arrest, the sheriff's department and state police said there was no information at the time on the suspects in Idaho crimes or specific information on the white Hyundai. The state police added the trooper, having learned the two had been stopped uh, minutes before the deputies from the Hancock County Sheriff's Department, who, who he knew was working just down the inter interstate from him, Used his discretion and released the two men with a verbal warning. Yeah, the, the reason why a lot of people are going after on this one is because the main town that it happened at, uh, Moscow, uh, Idaho, is the, the lawyer... <laughs> They had to have eventually had to have FBI come in just to help them out with the murders because that town's never seen a murder in yeah. like years. And that's the reason why a lot of people are uh trying to report on these murders and everything. Yes, it's horrible, and there's actual data that if they're young and uh halfway decent looking, like all of us, if we were murdered, there would be no news coverage at all. There might be a party. Fucky. There might be a couple of parties, but yeah, kind of a ding dong. No, 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 no. Speak for yourself, David. Chris and I, we would be missed. <laughs> I can. Think I wouldn't of say you wouldn't be missed. I'm saying I, you wouldn't make national news. I I can think of at least three people that might shed a single tear. They wouldn't take off work, but they would shed at least a single tear. There would be a, a moment of, of you know, during their lunch break, uh, they would take a moment of silence. Uh, I, I can think of a few people that, you know, you know I, yeah, I can think of a few people that would take the day off. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure. I can think of a whole bunch of people that probably wouldn't even notice. He'd be like, God damn, I haven't heard from him in a while. Where the hell is he been? Oh, he got good old murdered. And get yeah, a right. Yeah. Damn, how's he doing now? <laughs> is he all right? 
<laughs> what has he well, done lately? <laughs> <laughs> Tell that fucker to call me. Huh? You know, okay, so <laughs> if 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 you know I'm going to need you guys. I'm going to, we need to figure out like a, like a cloud box, you know, cloud file or something like that, where we keep our Facebook passwords in there. So that way, when one of us kicks the bucket, the other two can keep posting on our Facebook. Oh God. Yes. And just some like, no, no, no. But it would have to be like, like a message from beyond the grave type of thing. Like you would still have to be writing about us and it would be completely first person. And like right. a a running commentary of wherever you would want us to be, or you're like uh, you're, or hiding from your grave. It's like it's like you pick one person to haunt, and you just start making a run, or you know, like or you know, some political story. You link it to your to your timeline or whatever, right? And be like, I'm all the way up here looking down, and I'm still shaking my head. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> like damn it i voted democrat again damn it man what the yeah. hell come on you know yeah, if another democrat wins a when you know when the democrats <laughs> win another election you know you can just you just put, have your facebook profile update i swear to god it wasn't me <laughs> god can vouch for me he's standing <laughs> right here yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Could you. you imagine that, that, that starts a trend? I would love that. That would be great. Could you imagine that starts a trend? <laughs> you don't know if there. You don't know if that's real or not. Or uh, that person's. I was like, is that? I thought he died like two years ago. He did. It'd be like the Mandela it effect. Get, yeah. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe he did die. I think Heronto something there, boy. (laughs) 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 It wasn't the large it wasn't the large large hadron collider. It was not that. It was it was a group of asshole friends that just made everybody think he was still alive. Using them as a meat, folks. Puppet. You heard it here first, folks. We figured it out. Busted. Uh, well, I am not suicidal. Hillary Clinton, don't come after me. I guess we can uh, wrap that up. Yes, now. Hillary Rodham. Do we? Do we? Do we? Do we just? Well, okay. Hillary Rodham. Hill, uh, Clinton. <laughs> I am um, not suicidal. Death. Um, really terrible at tying knots. Um, I don't even think I even even though even though the Ranger Handbook tells me that I should be for the purposes of this commentary, I am terrible at tying knots. While I may be a complete nightmare in a firefight, I uh, I have to openly and honestly say my aim is not so bad that I hit the back of my head you haven't figured out how to do that whole wanted thing and make your bullets bend and go backwards right because i'm not james fucking mcavoy (laughs) and i'm not married 
to the hepatitis C queen Angelina Jolie. Oh yeah, I said it. Does come she at really me. Have hepatitis I dare you. I don't know. Uh, come on now. If you heard that in the news, though, would you be surprised? No, not really. Okay, there you go. See, I mean, she did date Billy Bob Thornton. I'm no, sure I mean, I, hey, doesn't help anybody. You can leave Billy Bob alone. No. Mm. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> If anybody in fucking Hollywood has hepatitis, you don't you don't mess with Billy Bob. Mm. <laughs> That's what's what wrong with the story here. Got no gas in it. Ain't got no gas in it. No, no. <laughs> mm. The moral of the story: You talk about Billy Bob. Mm. He just lived. He kill you. <laughs> Should not. Well, this one, this one went like totally off of the rails onto another rail, thought it had traction, and then got off on the rails again. But the point is, is that we eventually at some point got back on a set of rails. Yes. But it it's, matter it's like railing on the old V, like Wii Sports, you know? You know, you can, to... you can let the ball go, and it, it, it doesn't hit the pins, but you can hit the crowd behind you. Yeah. Look, when you, own, when you have the whole bowling alley, does it really matter what lane you end up in? I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, sincerely, that that's pretty good. Look, look, look. We're knocking pins down. Doesn't matter where they are. They're they're getting knocked down. You're yeah. focusing on all the wrong things. Life is not about the journey. It's about the destination. This is true. This is very true. Uh. Well, just pearls of wisdom. People called it the Kaiser blade, and I called it the sling blade. Hey. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't right, know like too much what that fellow was doing to my mother. Mm. You know what's even like, with more it. hilarious is none of us are medicated. That's what's even more <laughs> hilarious. What now? None but of us, none of us are medicated. Like we can't blame this on on medication. Then. Not even you. No. No, that's what's that's what's great. Yeah, I, I, I maybe I, we should be medicated, but <laughs> in a different in a different style. Yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I can't argue with that. Oh, boy, we try to profile high. You know, we try to profile serial killers and psychopaths, and uh, we end up demonstrating to our listening and viewing audiences that we are exactly who we detest. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Except for the murky murk. We don't murky murk people. Right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. For legal reasons, yes. Hi, Grogu. Hi. <laughs> that is a yes. Absolutely. Correct. Well, we can go ahead and uh, stop this. <laughs> I guess we can stop that here. I'm David <laughs> I mean... There's no legitimate reason why I, was, I should have this, You know, this, I keep right? on trying to stop Dude, this. Johnny keep, keeps this going. Dude, I need to keep this shirt short. We need look, to look at that. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pick the EMG. You know how old that round is? Older than me. Do you ever see that video where the guy's like oh, hammer with a rubber mallet, all those 50 caliber rounds? Oh, He's, those were uh, 30 mic mic rounds, by oh, the 30 way. 30 mic mic rounds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but this is this is a thirty year old round. You can still fire it. 
Still good. You can hear it? No. That's the powder in the casing. <laughs> it's nice. Are we ready to stop? I told my wife tonight that uh No, I guess not. Told my wife tonight that I'm going to buy a Barrett because you know that the ATF removed the tax stamp requirements for that, right? They removed the tax stamp for that a long time ago. Oh yeah. Yeah, you don't need a tax stamp to buy a Barrett anymore. Of course, you don't have to worry about a tax stamp or anything to buy a cannon. You can own a cannon. Hell, you can make a cannon. Dude, I want a mortar so bad. Oh, have you ever been baseline baseline (laughs) Barrett without the optics on it? Start at eight grand, but you know, hey, who am I to complain? But you can't afford twenty five bucks for a large club. I said at some point, you know, when I grow up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you know, I mean, if my black rifle stock performed any better, I might be able to afford some of their stuff. Wow. I just, you just had to, to get the forearm in there. Right? <laughs> but unlike most of the, uh, bro vets out there i haven't sold my stocks listen it's a long term this is a long term investment as you so eloquently put a few minutes ago it's not about the journey it's the destination (laughs) (laughs) that's my story and i'm sticking to it (laughs) all right david tried to re uh, try to outro himself so he's david dickerman i'm johnny skelton and i am chris jack thank you all for watching to psychos and sociopaths Thank you for coming along with this slippery Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Have fun, everybody. And as always, go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs>